Hi, I'm Christina. And I'm Kaylin. And this is K-Pop Love Affair. This week, we discuss J-Hope, otherwise known as Hobie J, or our sunshine. Episode. We finally made it to the J Hope episode. <laughs> your number one, your favorite. Yes, I I just realized this the other day and told Kaylin because I mean obviously OT seven all the way for life. But I mean I think it's human nature to have have your faves and. I think it's human nature to have more than one fave. <laughs> Not the way it's more than one bias, uh, the way K-pop is set up. So, but I felt like I have to somehow make some kind of distinction between them, right? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? It just dawned on me the other day, and I got it. V is my old old bias of all time period of all idols, and then RM is my comfort person, and Hobi is my favorite. Wait, now I just <laughs> thought of this. You said V is your favorite out of all I like all of K pop. V is your number one. Absolutely. But when out you say, of all K pop, yes. But you say in the context of RM and J Hope, is that just within BTS or all of K pop? Only when you say old, you mean of all K pop, but then RM and J Hope is within BTS. Um yeah, I guess I would I would say that. I just feel like BTS is my ult group, period. So anything involving mm. them is going to be ult. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have tons of favorites, but Hobie's a special favorite. Okay. I mean, I feel like BTS has a special place in my heart that no matter how many other K-pop groups that I add to my list to say, hey, I love this group, love what they do. BTS, ha- is, they're in a place by themselves. They're in a little standalone bubble. Well, I just wanted to make sure because you, you specifically said- I have said tons for, of other favorites. You know <laughs> you this. You specifically said, though, for me, old, Oh, yes. Kim Young. So that's why I was like, wait, does that mean- Is king of all K-pop <laughs> idols. He's at the top. He will forever be at the top. Ain't nobody taking that spot. But it that's why I was is. like, so, but when you were mentioning RM and J-Hope, that's not of all, that's not of all K-pop that you like. Oh, no. I mean, no. That's Hobie is a mean. favorite, but I have a favorite in every group that I like. Right. But yeah. I still feel like overall, BTS is just in a land by well, themselves. It's like there's this distinction of they're in their own bubble because, like you said, there are favorites out of everybody. There are old groups. But when you were breaking down, like, just having a favorite within a group, you were saying that V was over any group. Oh, absolutely. Favorite. <laughs> absolutely. But not the context for RM and J-Hope. Yes, V is above everybody. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yes, V is above. So is Jimin above everybody for you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Jimin is king of all idols, including all the idols in BTS. I just want to make sure because I'm like, J-Hope could be your your favorite category of all your favorites. I I get what you're saying. No, V is is just it for me. Like nobody's ever going to top V for me, period. Okay. Yeah, V's always number one. I just want to make that distinction because <clears throat> you, you had said that word specifically. So I'm yeah. like, let me just make sure. But V is just different, man. He's just, again, he's like in his own bubble within BTS. BTS is in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> v is in his own bubble. But like 
who do I I feel like resonate with the most? It's RM. That's why he's my comfort person. Mm. Who do I just every time I see him, I just want to cry, shed tears, right. laugh, all do all <laughs> the emotions. It's it's Hobie, so he's my favorite. Mr. John Hosok himself. We're we're breaking it down. We're we're creating, you know, the the distinctions because there's just so much to like. <laughs> it's funny though because he was probably your favorite immediately, but I don't think you really admitted it till later. Yes. Yeah, I would say that. Definitely Carpool Karaoke was my first. You were drawn to him immediately. Immediately, I yeah. was. And yeah. I was just like, who is this guy in the middle? He's so happy. He's so fun. He's easy on the eyes. He has so much energy. He just seems so positive. Yes, I did immediately notice him um rm and v and as you can see i'm loyal because who is my top three is v rm and hobie that is true not you said that way you have stayed faithful i have because jk i was just like he, he cool he, he can sing okay jim and i was just like wow that's the most beautiful man i've ever seen like i don't think i've ever seen a, a dude look that beautiful um sugar i was like he don't want to be here um <laughs> Jen, I was like, okay, we got the guy, funny but guy. But you did trying love to be funny. sugar. Um, I loved sugar were, early on, yeah. But my forth. initial just um, reaction from Carpool Karaoke was yeah. sugar. Does this dude even want to be here? Like, right. I don't know. He didn't come across to me as how some people say cold or anything like that. But I just felt like he seemed detached. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way I would put it. He just seemed a bit detached, not in a cold way, but just kind of like, yeah, I'm part of the group. I'm here. <laughs> And, you know, he vibed with Jen a little bit, but, um, yeah, that was just pretty much it. Jen was the funny dude. And then when the camera was not even on V, it was on the two of them. It was on Sugar and Jen bantering. Yeah. V was up in the corner minding his business. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who is that? What is his name? So that that's how it all started. Yeah. No, I, why well, I said that about J-Hope was because um, our first comeback was Dynamite. And you were up oh, I was like, done. Yeah, Hobie. done immediately. But I still feel yeah. like you you still didn't focus fully on I him didn't. for a while. Yeah, I slept on him for a while because I was just, it, it's overwhelming in the it beginning, I feel like. So I was just still struck by V and RM. They were the ones that really hit me um, immediately, just visually. And then as the group went on and then finding out, as we learned more about the group and finding out how instrumental rm is in the group mm-hmm. it just and then his personality started you know becoming known to me i was just like wow yeah there's like a lot that i feel like i would have in common with this dude that i could relate to him whatever and i just feel like my focus was on the two of them and i was just trying to of course we're learning as much as you can about the group in general mm-hmm. but my focus was always kind of skewed toward them because i felt pulled toward them for different reasons yeah. but i i did when that pic came out with Hobie with the Obey shirt and he's like looking off oh, the yeah, side yeah. and the dark hair. I was like, oh <laughs> my God, look at that dude. Look at this dude. So yeah, Hobie has pretty much had my heart from the get-go. It just took a while for me to like fully dive in and be like, admit it. I mean, it's like it took a while for you to admit, you know, <laughs> with Jimin. It took a very long time look, for you to admit with Jimin. Jimin's episode's coming up next, so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll be your, your fangirl time. This, this is, is your my fangirl This is your moment, so don't bring him up. It's okay. <laughs> you can take all the time you want to gush over Jung yes. Ho Sok. But yes, 
But see, <clears throat> see, I'm gonna get sidetracked. You were sleeping on Hobie though. You were oh, dead yeah. asleep on him. Focus, focus, yeah. Because I was about to say something about Shimon, so Yes, Hobie. <laughs> this is about Hobie. Um Yes. I was the longest with Hobie. Cause you liked his solo stuff. I think more than gates. you did. I feel like you resonated the most with Sugar's mm-hmm. solo work. Yes. And I resonated the most with Hobie because his style fit my genre more yeah. is his style fit my style the most even out of rm and sugar yeah so yes as soon as i listened to hope world i had it on repeat i probably listened to it i mean it is relatively short but the first night i listened to it i probably listened to it like five times <laughs> literally just yeah. back to back um playing and then i listened to it regularly yeah for a while mm. um yeah it's just a lot to go through each person and figure out but you know i am fully on um j-hope or otherwise known as j <laughs> i'll never let that go um it'll always be hobie to me no hobie fits hobie fits mm-hmm. i normally call him that j-hope i don't i don't know i think i don't call him j-hope he was hobie yeah um but you can call him j if you want <laughs> <laughs> he gave permission he said we could call him that um yeah i don't know i was too struck by many other things and then over time i was like you know what he is the all-arounder in this group i think Mm -hmm. is he the glue is he the glue of bts i feel like he is i mean he's absolutely the all-arounder he can sing i wish he could sing more honestly but he can sing clearly he can dance that was the main talent that he joined the group with and clearly he became an amazing rapper because that wasn't even a, a talent that he had. I feel like he, he had also knew. meshes like with the older and the younger as well. Like he, he is a good bridge. A good bridge. He is so a I'm very saying, good like bridge. He is the glue. Between the Makme line and the Hyung line, for sure. Like he's down for whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, he, I, I think it's safe to say that he's the glue of the group. Maybe. I mean, I feel like they're all glue in their own right, way. Right, that's true. That's why I was like, ah. I feel like they're they all, all glue in their so own important. way. But I do think he has, there's just something about him being an older member that he, none of the other older members have. I feel like he connects with the younger, you know, the younger members in a way. I don't feel like the older members do. Because RM, I feel like, has that leadership role placed on him. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Sugar's sugar's like your big brother mm-hmm. you know like we cool and all that i'm here to dispense wisdom and practicality but get out i'm working <laughs> right um and jen is just he like goes back and forth because he goes between let big brother do it i'm gonna do this for you i'm gonna help you out before you know and he also goes with i'm on the ground rolling around with you guys and being silly yeah whereas i feel like hobie just he does that in a way but he just bridges it in a different way i don't really know how else to say it yeah. he doesn't get all the way down to that level the way that jen can especially with jk jen and jk's relationship but he definitely we see through in the soup and other uh programs that he does things with the other members he's gone out by himself with v and they've chilled together man i feel like he's in a lot of chilling with v um we know him and jim are besties yep him and jimin for sure. Like they're they're always the ones that have roomed together for mm-hmm. the longest. Um, I mean in JK, probably I guess of the Mockney line, he's how much interaction is he at with JK? 
I don't feel like as much maybe. No, he he'd be doing he stuff does. with him. But yeah, yeah. He's definitely a special kind of glue to BTS. Well, we can make it start like the same as everybody else who who say some facts about Mr. J Hope in his coming into the group. So, um you mentioned the four. Okay. So what's so funny is that they were meant to be a hip hop group. Right. And it was RM Sugar and then J Hope, which is funny to me because like like you said, J Hope had no experience rapping. Right. So I'm like, I don't even remember like why they were like, but you gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can rap. Dude. I think it's because he had that background of dancing and in underground like hip hop dancing. He so, already had a connection to hip hop. He had that connection, so I feel like they're like, okay, Sugar and RM, they really all the dancing down, right? So we can pull him in for that, and we'll get him up to speed with rapping. <laughs> and then we got our two heavy hitters rappers. Like we gonna we gonna be good. Right. That that's probably the thought process I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there was also supposed to be a at least one. Well, I was or like maybe two other members. There was two other guys, right? Who were involved, also rappers, right? Yeah. But then they didn't end up being yeah. in the group. Probably once they made the decision to change them to a K-pop group and they were going to process, they were like, yeah, this ain't going to work for you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, unfortunately, they couldn't make it. Um, even though I saw a documentary thing about one of the guys that got cut. Did you ever see that? I did. I feel like he wasn't the... Original, original? Yeah. Oh, well, I feel like he wasn't the group that they had arrived at before BTS. I don't think he was part of that, but he was a trainee with them. He was just training in the group yeah oh okay well that was still a sad story it was wait was uh was it what's that guy that's featured on cypher three supreme boy was it supreme I think he boy was supposed to be one of the members I just came to me, I was members. like was yeah. he supposed to be a- i feel like he was Yikes. i wonder mm, i wonder if that's out there that story of how that how he got cut or maybe he didn't want to be it once they switched to a k-pop group k-pop yeah i don't know i don't know if that story is out there if it is i never I've, yeah, I've never heard of it. But yeah, I was like, wait a second. I think Supreme Boy was supposed to be in the mm-hmm. hip-hop group. That's wild. But I mean, he, hey, I guess they he are good terms because yeah. he produces and he's on the, you know. I mean, maybe he initially and... wanted to be like Sugar because I feel like Sugar did not want initially rap. He yeah. wanted to be a producer. That was that was his focus. Because um, he was rapping. Right. And I guess he felt like I would rather focus on the producing part of yeah. the music business rather than be a rapper myself but ooh, thank goodness <laughs> thank goodness that like you can do both, <laughs> you can do both boy you good at both <laughs> but yeah so j-hope he was dancer since young in the hip-hop scene just super talented and he was gonna be in the group and i think that's what it was so once they decided to make the switch i think he probably just decided to stick with the rapping versus going to the music route Right, because I think initially he he wanted to sing. Right, I think he did. So I feel like sing. he wanted to be a traditional K-pop artist where you sing and then, you know, dancing is part of that. And he was already a dancer, so it was kind of like ready-made. And then I guess they were just like, no, you can do it. And he said, okay, we're the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what's crazy, um, I always forget about that um, when I was looking up some stuff, was the fact that he was about to leave, or he did leave. You remember right. that? Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, was it Jimin that convinced him to stay? No, it was Jungkook. 
Uh, JK? Wait, JK and RM. Condensing mistakes. So okay. it was. Okay, so it's, from what I read, J Hope was like, peace out. He left. And then JK was like, done. Like, no. No, JK. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was like 12 years old. So of course he was. He crushed. was attached to He was already attached. <laughs> and so I think. From that, RM was like, okay, I got to get this guy back. So RM went and was like, come on, man. JK's losing over here. You got to come back. We need you on this team. Right. Like, please. You are the glue, man. You're the glue. glue. We need you. Okay. Who's going to be our main dancer? We need you. Okay. So I think that's basically what happened. Okay. Like, JK was distraught. I was like, why are you leaving? You know what? RM was like, I'm going to get him to come back. I wonder it could maybe not at all, but I wonder if this is why they sent JK to the U.S. to learn how to dance. Oh, maybe. Or if they were just going to do it anyways. But I wonder if Hobie he was left. left or was like, I'm probably going to leave. or I'm not going to be here. And they were like, we got to have a main dancer. Yeah. It could have been. I mean, they put everything on JK. <laughs> dancer, he had a dance. He's his main vocalist. Like You had to rap in the beginning, right, too. He, he was like, you going to rap, boy? Go ahead and rap. <laughs> they had everything on JK. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah. It's like, mm, that training progress process is so rigorous. I mean, I would have quit. <laughs> but like, this life ain't for it's me. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's not worth it. But I'm gone. I mean, on top of, you know, still being in school, because you're school age. And was he still in school when he started training? Hobie, that's a good question. I don't remember. Because I feel like. I feel like the him and R- one, Yeah, yes, I feel like. Sure. Yes. But I feel like the older ones had already graduated. Like or, Jen was in college. Right, but Jen, was <laughs> Jen was in college. But I feel like RM, Hobie and Sugar had already graduated. From I school. feel like they were. Yeah. Definitely by the time they debuted. I yeah, feel like they maybe had already for graduated. training, they were a little bit less. Yeah. Less. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> so that's crazy that he left. But I'm so glad they convinced him to come back because wouldn't be BTS without him. It would not be the same, okay? Because yes, J Hope is that main dancer. Sub, I guess he's a main dancer, sub vocalist, and sub um rapper. Mm-hmm. That's like his role. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah. So what's crazy though too is so they debut and everything. The this see. Hobie, the funny, this is crazy. The way Hobie started to where he is now. Because, I mean, if you rank, okay, if you do votes, obviously the votes are always the Maxine Lions at the top. Okay? But, and I know, like, people might say no, because, like, trading stuff, like, RM and Hobie are always at the bottom, right? Mm -hmm. But even so, I'm like, I don't care what y'all say, Hobie is one of the top people. Like. You know, I agree. (laughs) I mean, if you want, I guess if we have to go by the numbers from collecting or like right. fan votes, fan faves, fan faves, like they always put obviously V at the top, Jungkook, and then Jimin, like the top three, and Suga is really high up too. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, from where he started to where he's now, like, because the he fact the that fans. lyrics getting letters from the fans and he got zero, yeah, that one always kills me. That one video. Mm-hmm. I'm like, was that the only time or was like he consistently did not get any from people? Yeah. But who knows? But even just seeing it that one time was, it was heartbreaking. Like, <laughs> y'all are the worst. Basically. So basically y'all are hating on RM. Mm-hmm. And you also were hating on Hobie. I feel like those are the top two, which is Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Obviously, there's still 
if like I say, if you look at numbers, yes, of course they're always at the bottom, but they still are very popular now than they were when they started. But right, yeah, y'all was rude to Hobie in the beginning. Well, not us. It was we weren't there in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do that to him. We would have never done that. I was on his bandwagon <laughs> from day one. I mean, maybe I would have. <laughs> I was not on his bandwagon since day one. I don't I, think he would have necessarily hated on no, him. No, I would hate on him because he's in the group. I don't hate on nobody in their group. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, I, let's not talk about let's, that. Let's keep moving. I do, let's keep but moving. let's not talk about that. We, we've, we've already been down that road. Okay. Okay. I, I don't think that you would have hated on him in the way that some of these yes. other people did. Because I'm, honestly... At the time, if you literally want to look at real life and the time in which they came out and the age at which we were, we wouldn't have been writing them no fan letters. <laughs> right. We wouldn't have been doing that anyways. You're right. We were already grown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would have done that. I don't usually hate on people. But yeah, even if we were in that position as teens, I just don't think in general. That's not my personality. Yeah. Like, if you're not my favorite, okay. I don't have yeah. to, like, be rude about it. Saying right. stuff, talking about how people look and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what's... Anyway, if you and like, I just personally never been one to, I, I don't, I couldn't imagine like writing a, a letter as, as a fan to like, I don't know. I don't think me as a teenager. To an artist. I, oh, I'm going to write to the I, fan group. I'm not going to say not at all, but I don't remember having that where I was like, I wanted to like write to my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. But if it that. had been a thing, would you have? That's the thing. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like if yeah. it was presented, it was, I mean, that's part of the fandom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would okay. do it. They're like, guys, send in your letters. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Maybe they're going to read it. I don't know. I'm going to yeah. take that chance. Yeah. I, I don't think that was like a thing at the time for me, just the way things were. Right. Because writing letters to celebrities has always been a thing. Right. Fan. So I just think for me, it wasn't fandoms, my yeah. circle to do that or even possibly think I could do it. So I just don't <clears> think it ran across my mind. Like, I'm going to write a letter. Right. But if I was allowed to be, I think openly be like, I'm a fan <laughs> I'm in the fandom as know, a teenager, as yeah. a teenager, like my parents weren't like no. negative. <laughs> right. <laughs> if that, I think I would have written. Okay. I'd be like, yeah, why not? The one chance you have that perhaps your favorite artist, especially back then, cause they were so small. They was reading all them letters. Mm-hmm. They would have read my letter. I could hold it on to today. I was that like, knowledge. Back in 2013, I was there at the beginning. They wrote my letter. They probably still have it. Maybe not, but it's probably like in um, it's probably in the High Museum now. Yeah, <laughs> they probably have all the letters in the High Museum now. Mm. Look at all the letters the fans have written over the years. All right. right, give them the letters. Or definitely from their first fan meet. I think they would yeah. have that in the museum. I don't know if they do for sure, but yeah. But yeah. regardless, we wouldn't have been hating. We were just, no, 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 no. We weren't that. That's not our personality. We weren't raised to be that way, so. No, I would just been writing to whoever my favorite was, basically. Mm-hmm. So, Which means Hobie wouldn't have gotten any letters <laughs> no, from you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten one. <laughs> yeah. Unless I was like, no, I'm going to support everyone, write each one a letter. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe you would have did that, had that mindset. Like, let me write a letter to each one. Yeah. But I just feel like, You would have no. been some extra for your, your, your favorite. I just feel like. That extra long teenager, letter. <laughs> You just You're focused your on your phrase, yeah. Yeah, unless you were truly like, I'm OT7, OT7, like, through and through. Right, um, which I don't see how people are. I, feel like I don't see how you don't have favorites, but. I think, I think there are probably people that are, but in general, if they really thought about it, you have the one that's your favorite. It just, mm-hmm. it's the way it goes. It's human nature. So I probably <clears throat> would have just focused on my favorite, and yeah, he would have still not had any letters. Well, 
I mean, even when I went back and looked at, you know, pictures of them through the years and the different eras, I'm like, he was always doing it for me. So <laughs> I probably would have still, especially if I had caught wind of that, I'd have been yeah. like, oh, snap, let me make sure that I send this man some, even if I had never sent nobody nothing, I'd be <laughs> right. like, I'm going to send him some. So he's going to get some. He's going to get one letter from me. Because oh, I always thought that, you know, I, don't, I was just always felt like he was attractive, had presence and all of that, even from the get go when he was baby Hobie. Yeah, I don't understand because, like you said, he's very good at dancing. So he mm-hmm. draws you in on the stage. Yeah, he's a performer. He's so, a true performer. Kind of strange. Because they were just only focusing on looks and yeah. how the look, his looks and RM's looks did not fit the ideal beauty standard. That's all. Yeah. And they expect, I just feel like the expectation is for an idol to fit the those, beauty standards. Those beauty standards, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what them standards are because they're a little too narrow for me. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know how you can look at either one of them and be like, oh, ugly, no. No, I would never say that to J-Hope, but I would say for sure RM, I'm like, the, y'all blind. <laughs> even him with his little fake little afro <laughs> making us think he was, think he was blazing. <laughs> think we he thought was he was blazing. I was like, man, mm, I'll take it. I was like, like oh. just picture him walking through your high school. What you gonna think? Come on. Hello. You gonna be like, ah. in my high school? Yes, the RM. 100%. Yep. I I probably would have friend zoned Hobie. I just, yeah. Yeah. The vibe <laughs> he was given when he was young. Mm-hmm. I was like, he doing too much. <laughs> that, that's for me, for my personality. Right, yeah. I like, he is way too energetic. <laughs> like, he needs to relax. <laughs> but now, I can appreciate that energy that he brings right. to performing. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he's obviously matured, too, so he yeah. has a more serious side to him. And that's actually great. He has the funny side and the serious side. So that's actually a, a great combo to have. But as a teenager, I'd be like, bye. Same with V. <laughs> you doing too much. V was very extra <laughs> when he was younger. I I feel like he would have been the class clown. So it's like someone that you would look at, laugh. Yeah. But to be like, I'm going to be your friend or, you know, in high school boyfriend type situation. No. Mm-mm. I was a very low-key, low-key teen. Yeah, anyone drawing <laughs> a lot of attention, I'm just like. Not for me. But also at the same time, no. So I feel like I would be just one of those people that <laughs> I would act like I'm annoyed, but Loki, I'm just like, what's up? You know? <laughs> like, Me, stop what you're doing. Take out. <laughs> and so I'm like, girl. Well, because he definitely would have been popular, I feel yeah. like. He would have been a popular I would have been right along with the little girlies all around Say Young. <laughs> but I just been more, I would have been more subdued with subdued it. Subdued about it, keeping inside. Like, he yeah. wouldn't know in my head that. You're a fangirl. I'm fangirling over him. Same with Jimmy. Jimmy was doing a lot, too. But yeah, in a different he was. Way. It, he was, but V was in a totally. Again, he's in his own <laughs> bubble like, at all times. No, because Jimmy was popular too. Mm-hmm. But let me not start. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, while we edit, you know, Jimmy. He was popular too. He was class president. Okay. <laughs> but no, I think. Um, I don't know. I can't really remember <clears throat> from the stuff we've seen, like. J-Hope in the earlier days I feel like he was he was definitely high energy but I mm-hmm. think that was the role they he wanted to take upon for himself because that's mm-hmm. why he gave himself that name to right. be a positive you know hope and energy to the group and to people so I think for him probably as he got older it was like trying to find the right balance which he's talked about putting his soul in music and interviews just yeah you know find the balance because it's like you're not happy all the time 
Yeah, nobody is on 10 at all times. Um, so, like, but in general, I mean, I don't think you can take away that he's the sunshine. Like He's, he's like, just a naturally just positive person, I think. Po- yeah. yeah. Positive, like, optimistic kind of person. Um, I guess let's move into the music, huh? Let's move into our favorite J-Hope solo songs. Because I know you got a lot to say uh, about his music. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to pick favorites. I mean, you can honestly just say, I mean, you can say as I many mean, songs as you want. Yeah, I'm just like, it's what it Should is. I I'm going to say my top three. No, it's fine. I, I picked a top three. Oh, you did? Okay. I'm going to have my top three, but there's many other songs that are, are favorites right. that I love. I mean, you love basically all his stuff. Pretty much. Part. But <laughs> I did I did narrow it down to a top three. Okay. Based on, you know, my experience with his music from the beginning. But yeah, sure, you can go first. Um, I I'm gonna say your number one is gonna be possibly I don't know will it be will it be the same as mine? Before this last release, I probably would have had a I had a different list than this, obviously. So now that he released something second, like second project, right? It's <clears throat> now mainly his new stuff. <laughs> okay, but I do still have one song on there that I like a lot from his first project, and that is Daydream. Okay, yeah. I love Daydream. Um, and I left also like a bonus, my bonus song as Just Dance. Because I always love that song too. That's a great song. Mainly for performance. Not necessarily just like to listen on like my playlist. But I always to enjoy watch to it. watch that many performances that he did mm-hmm. on that tour. It's just like a fun song. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite J-Hope song as of right now is Arson okay it's just song of the year we already said that before it's a song of the year um no i ranked okay i ranked my arson number one daydream number two number three safety zone yeah and bonus song just dance okay that's what i have cool cool i mean mine is varied even though he doesn't have a buttload of music out um, my number one song will always and forever be Airplane. Uh, I absolutely I about that. love Airplane. Um, the music video, you know, the lyrics. Um, I, so it's like, what's, <clears throat> what's not to like, man? It's just great. Um, I like what the song symbolizes is basically talking about how he had these dreams and how he was able to accomplish those dreams. Um, and you know, I think the airplane can be symbolic of a lot of things, but mainly, you know, when you, when you're little or you're young and you look at an airplane, you imagine like, oh, the places this airplane can go, where can I go? You know, when I get older, what can I do? I want to, I want to fly, you know, I want to, I think a lot of his music, especially from his first album is about youth and dreams and all that kind of stuff. So, um, airplane is always and forever my number one. My second is one verse. Mm, I wow, absolutely. I was not expecting that one verse. I probably, honestly, out of all the songs that he's done, I probably play one verse the most. Wow, I I really would have not expected that. Really? No, and I always forget about one verse. One verse, make us a SoundCloud. I'll be forgetting about SoundCloud stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't really listen to too much of the SoundCloud stuff, but I have YouTube Music, so it's easy for me oh, to access true, true, true. pretty much any song any artist puts out um 
I don't even know how I found out about that because I don't go in. I've never deep dived the SoundCloud. Um, really? You haven't? I've never deep dived it. Oh. There, are, there are some. I but remember you know. when you went into it and you were like, oh, listen to this, listen to this. Mm-hmm. And I did listen to some things. But I, I know I haven't listened to every single thing they have on SoundCloud. Um, probably the most the m- most listened to SoundCloud song I have is Dang. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I mean, because they, they have covers on there and they do. stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know how I, how I found out about it because I don't really feel like I found out about it through SoundCloud. I feel like we found out about it through a reactor. Oh, maybe. Maybe? That makes more sense because I'm pretty positive it wasn't on SoundCloud that I looked it up. I, but yeah, needless sure. to say, the song is amazing. It's like... It's sampled over another song, which mm-hmm. has a very, to me, Hispanic feel because it has mm-hmm. the bullfighting horns in the beginning. It's just one verse of him spitting, which is why it's one verse. And the song just goes so hard. And yeah. I love hard songs like the beat. And it's totally a song for the haters. And yeah. there's so much. Um, wordplay. I, I love wordplay. I love um a lot of ad libs in rap as well, and Hobie's like the king of ad libbing. So um, and he does so many very realistic ad libs here that yeah. I love. I mean, probably some people would be a little grossed out of the sound of hum- someone like hawking up a loogie, but it works. <laughs> it it works gross, in the song. It's, okay. it's so good. Like, man, I love that song. Um, and he's just you know giving it to the haters in that song. And then my third would be Arson. Um, I like it because it's so different. Mm-hmm. It's very different from his usual sound, but he executed it so well. And I, I just liked the message of it, the wordplay again with Arson Byrne and mm-hmm. how he's comparing that to um, his career, how hard he's been running with, with Bangtan and all, all the achievements they've had, the accomplishments they've had. He talks about being, um, he talks about all the work in the beginning and then he moves into like it's done like we did all this we got the success we did all this and then it ends with kind of like the question of what do I do now like do I keep running or do I end this and there's even a line in there that pretty much says should I walk away from this while the crowd is still cheering for me Ooh, when I read that I was like wow you know like when when should you leave because you want to leave on top you don't want to leave as it has been yeah you know so I mean, just, yeah. <laughs> it was just so good. I feel like that's so good. Honestly, I'm telling you, Arson is like his crowning moment, his achievement. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can't, can't it's disagree. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it just encapsulates, I feel like. It's like he, he took everything from the beginning mm-hmm. to where he is now, and he put it in a song. Yeah. His feelings, his thought process, everything that he's been through with Bangtan, and, and just all in one song. And it slaps <laughs> as the kids say they're probably saying something different now i was like do they even say that anymore <laughs> they're, oh speaking of that when i was on the way here i saw a little kid with a sweatshirt that said yeet <laughs> <laughs> yo i'll never get over that yeet yeet i need to look at that video again i smell oh it's hilarious <clears throat> Every time I see Timothy Chalamet, that's what I think That's what of. you think. Yeet and skirt. <laughs> <laughs> skirt. Skirt. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's just, 
it's just such a great song. And I, I'm not even going to say honorable mentions because pretty much the rest of his discography <laughs> is an honorable They're mention for honorable me. Mention. But we're going to go through, we're going to go through briefly his, his work. So, but those are my, that's my top three. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, for me, the, even talk <clears throat> i feel like he has come into his own i mean they all are coming into their own absolutely if you but, listen to his early even his early work with nbts his early rap with nbts yes. the, the early ciphers in bts and then you compare that to his his style and flow today he has he was already good yeah he was already good enough to me to be like I'm not looking at him as just an idol rapper, but now he's to the point where it's just like, if no one had told me that he wasn't a rapper, I would not have thought that. I would have been like, oh, he he raps too. Just like RM and Sugar came into this game rapping, so did he. That's what I would have thought. That's how good he practiced himself into being. Yeah. And and so the natural talent has to be there because I feel like with any with anything that you can practice at, you can get better. Yes. But I feel like there's some people where you just see that they have a natural talent for it. Everybody, all these I- idols in all these groups are uh, amazing. They're good dancers, good singers, good rappers or whatever. But there's always some people that stand out more because, oh, rapping is really your gift. Oh, dancing is really your gift. And I feel like rapping is a gift for him. And I wouldn't have thought that because that's not where he came from. He yeah. probably wouldn't have even thought that of himself. So some people, I feel like you can practice through your boo in the face, but you're not going to be as good as someone who just naturally has a gift for this particular talent. And I feel like he had that gift, did not know it. And then through all the practice, through all the practice, honed himself into this, like, wow, you know, I, I don't see how anyone could look at him as just being an idol rapper. Um, well, I mean, what other songs? Girl, we we about to go through all of it. Okay, so I was like, "Is you lead the way, man? This is this your guy." <laughs> I look, I love and appreciate Hobie, um, but I'm like, that's. It was kind of like when I was we were talking about the Sugar episode. I just right. kept going about different songs, and I'm just like, I just love his stuff. Right. Um. I will say, like, what's the one? Oh, the one he did produced for bts the disease this disease oh okay that's yeah. a top song for me definitely so definitely. good that song is awesome i didn't, yeah, I didn't think about that i wasn't thinking necessarily he has so many writing credits and you know whatever so i wasn't thinking necessarily of songs he's specifically written to produce i was thinking about him performing but yeah disease is a great song i mean that bridge alone is <laughs> transcendent um <clears throat> well i don't think he wrote the bridge i thought did he not write it? Did he just produce? I would just mention that he has a lot of writing credits to his name yeah. as no, BTS. The the rap line does have the most right credits, period. Um, so he is a part of that. But no, I thought he produced the song. And obviously he wrote his verse. Because right. I feel like the rappers always write, write their, their verse. Yeah. In general, at least RM will write it for them. If not. Um, but but he produced I- it. Yeah, what I I feel like people said that it was Jimin who wrote the bridge. Oh, okay. I think so, yeah, it was Jimin. 
Well, so I think J-Hope wrote the overall, like, the bones of the song, and then they had some other writers that came on there. And one of the people, I see him in the credits, is Jimin. I'm pretty sure, if I remember. He did the bridge. He came up with the bridge. Mm-hmm. But, like, the whole idea of the song and, like, everything and stuff came from J-Hope. Actually, it says it was produced by Brass um, Tracks. Oh, okay. So I think the idea for the song and writing was from J-Hope. He was the one that started the idea of the song. And they had some other writers come in and, like, you know, write on it. And Jimin was one of them. I think he, J- Jimin mainly did the bridge. I think okay. RM and Sugar are on here. They probably did their verse. <clears throat> and there's other random people that are on there that I don't know. <clears throat> but J-Hope's listed first. So I think he's the one that, like, fully started it off. Because mm-hmm. that was from the B album and they all were being a part of it. Yeah. So that makes sense. But anyway. Yes. Let's start with Hope song. World. You want to start with Hope World? Well, I have several just the or songs that he songs. did. Yeah. Standalone okay. songs and songs in BTS. And then we'll do Hope World. And I guess we don't really have to do Jack in the Box. because we, we did already, a whole yeah, album, uh, review of that. We already so reviewed that. You want to hear that, guys? Listen to that episode. This is first of the season, too. Um, Chicken Noodle Soup. Oh, Such of course. Such a fun Iconic. song. I feel like, did he drop that? Right before. It I was in 2019. We, yes, before mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. got into BTS. We were into it. So it was still relatively new-ish. But the thing is, I still knew about that song. <laughs> right. Yet course. another thing you knew about BTS and ignored. Yeah, it's like, it was on my radar, and I was just like, what is this? But like, I just ignored it. But I just, yeah. In 2019, yeah. I did, that come that came on my radar when it came, mm-hmm. came out. It did. I mean, it's it's great, you know? The whole, even the the behind the scenes from him flying mm-hmm. to L.A. to do it. Um, I just feel like when he comes to the U.S., he just, he's more free. <laughs> free. You know? That's why you can call him Jay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you so can call him Jay. So that whole, that was probably a Bangtan bomb or something. I but think it was. That whole episode and then just the video itself, it's just so him. I yeah. think the way it came about was so cool, too. You know, a song that he used to love dancing to. Right. The- so he, you suit. know, um, I don't know how all that works. If he purchased the rights um, to. If I remember correctly, the story, I mean, I think it's always probably coming out of money, but yeah. he asked permission from the the lady who wrote it and right. did the original chicken little soup. If he could do his own like spin on it. And she said, yes, you can. Right. And it's just, it's just very fun. The styling is fun. The dancing is great. You know, Becky G's in it. That's cool because yeah. I didn't, wasn't aware of her before that. Um, I think they blended well in the song. Mm-hmm. It's just such a fun, vibrant, happy song. Um, and yeah, he, his hair in that. Well, people was, hated his hair in that. I liked it. Um, they felt like he was, you know, appropriating. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking more so before he did the look with the braids. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like the original. It was kind of like a long bowl cut almost. But oh, the, it was the color. Like, I like the color of it. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, I can see that. The second half, he had like a headband and some braids up in his hair. So. It was like gel twist looking things. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I don't know. I was not at all talking about that style. I mean, it's whatever. I was talking about the hair, his hair color, and like the longer it was bowl cut he had. Straight, yeah, it was straight. Actually, in the first half, you're right. Well, mm-hmm. The day, the day scene. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Um. Yeah, love it. Great. Another song that really I don't listen to it regularly, but I love it is Mama. Oh, you when are a big fan I of Mama. First, because when I first heard the song, I literally thought 
oh, this about a girl, you know, he like trying to play this game, you know, like, (laughs) hey, girl, you know, whatever. (laughs) Even though most of K-pop isn't really about romance or it's romance directed to one person because of how K-pop is set up. But I just thought it was like, oh, this is a song about him trying to holler at some girl. (laughs) It's literally by his mom, guys. (laughs) When I read the lyrics, I was just literally teary-eyed. It's just a beautiful tribute to his mom and... Um, all the hard work and effort she did so that he could get the education and opportunities that mm-hmm. he had. And he's just basically like, you'll always be my best girl. Like, guys, if, <laughs> if you were ever a mom, it's the song that you would want your son to write right. for you. Okay? <laughs> so I absolutely love it. And then during some of the performances, he has like a whole choir. gospel choir come yes. out and back him up. He gets to really put some, some singing Sing in there. I mean, it's... I feel like the performance, this is another song I feel like it's good to look at for the performance, yes. not to really listen to on the CD streaming. You guys, I'm old. Okay, I know <laughs> we don't be listening to CDs anymore, but not really to listen to, but to see the performance is just no, the amazing. Performance is good. I think um, it's the one that was in Japan. That was like the best one. Okay. I think. I think, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Great song. I, I mean, if I was his mom, I'd be on the floor every single time. <laughs> tears upon tears upon tears. Um, Boy Meets Evil, which is an intro. That's a great one. This was during Blood, Sweat, and Tears era. I always want to say Blood, Sweat, and Tears era, but it's Wings. Right. <laughs> it's the Wings era. Um, of course, in that era, they're all like, hey, we, we're growing up now. and um, We're being tempted. We're being tempted. and That was wild, that dance thing he did in there. I, some of the ways he moved his body, I was like, how you do that? <laughs> yes. He, him and Jimin are both like... The way they move their bodies is crazy. And in different ways, obviously. Yes. But like, hope people move his body. I'm like, sir. Yeah. There is the one, the one I'm fast forwarding to like this last year when they did the butter remix mm-hmm. and the, you know, the dance line to the dance. No bones in his ankles. Just <laughs> jello. How is his bones he jello ankles. too? He bent <laughs> on the side and came back around. Make it make sense. But that's how it was in the, um, the boy man's evil thing. I was like, sir. Yeah. Oh, and then you said the behind the scenes, how hard he worked for that. Mm-hmm. It takes so much work. It looks so effortless. Like he did that back little flip like over yes. and over and I over would... again to get it right. He'd be killing his body, man. They're, all their bodies going to well, be yeah. broke down. <laughs> when bodies... they're 40, their bodies going to be like giving up the ghost, <laughs> yeah, time no, out, I'm they done. They definitely broke their bodies down. <laughs> Dancer life is no joke. Um, but yeah, that's, that's such a great song. It's an intro, so it's not really that long, no, but no. it actually is something I listen to pretty regularly. Um, again, love is ad libbing in the background. He has a very, a rasp to his voice. Mm-hmm. I've always loved that, which he displays in some songs more than others, but you can definitely hear it in this song. Um, just the, um, passion, you know, the energy of this temptation and all of that. It's just great. <laughs> it's great. Um, one verse I already mentioned. I mm. love it. Trivia Just Dance, you mentioned. Love it. Such a fun song. Yes. Ego. I, oh, you do I forgot you do love ego. I love ego. That took me a while to get on that. I I don't think I really got onto that bandwagon really? until um the concert map of the mm. uh Mots one. Okay. And I saw <clears throat> songs that I don't like love listening to on the regular like streaming. When I see the live performance, that makes a difference. Okay. You know, like Permission to Dance wasn't a fan, but live yeah. performance, love Different it. story. Yeah. So I can see that. Ego wasn't like I hate the song. Like, it just wasn't one you I don't hate any BTS towards. song. Yeah. But, oh, sorry, guys. Got that's, a little call. <laughs> that's my phone. Um, 
but yeah so I just I don't know with ego I thought I was great but I just wasn't gravitating gravitating towards it in the beginning mm-hmm. um but when I saw the live performance I was like he, again it's just he's such a good performer and so yeah. it makes it so fun he had the cars and so mm-hmm. I like the dancing and everybody came out like, I just thought it was so fun so after that I was like okay I love yeah. ego is fun I mean I loved it from jump I love the video mm-hmm. because he kind of he shows pictures from when he was younger oh, yeah, and that, he talks the about cute. Um, basically about just trusting yourself, you know, as you move through life. And it's just such a fun song. I, again, this is why I'm so drawn to his music. His music is so upbeat. It's so happy. It's like a song you want to move to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, really love that one. Um, you know what? The song that I know the least about and listen to the least is Blue Side. Really? And I, I'm trying to think if I've actually listened to the full blue side. I you know, this is the full blue side. I know he's Shots. released. I feel like maybe once. Boy. I you feel like I've listened to it, to it once. No, yeah, I was like, there's no way you didn't listen to it. Yeah, but I just feel like probably out of all his music, that's the song that resonates the least with me. Definitely the blue side that's on Hope Road. Like, I don't generally listen to that. It's the last song on the album. Yeah, it's and an I outro. Don't, sure. I don't generally listen to it. Um, but from what I understand from when I was um, researching for this episode, it's just about innocence for him it reminds him of a time when he was young a time when he was naive and it just represents innocence you know when you think about being a kid being innocent being naive once you're no longer that you kind of I think there's some nostalgia there so um it's definitely a very chill song so I, I can see that's not your vibe yeah, I like a but song. it's a very <laughs> a very chill I have song. to be in the mood for for, for so it worked for me like in the outro listen the whole body of work the intro to the outro right but like to listen to the full song like daily or something or frequently, no, not for right. me either. But it's, I mean, it's still good. <clears throat> That's everything I have for his standalone music. Um, so we can get into Hope World, which the first song was called Hope World. The album is called Hope World, and the first song is called Hope World. And what a fun song! Again, it's just so fun. It's an intro to himself. A little bit into his personality, and it's basically like, this is me. Come along for the ride. Mm -hmm. You're going to have fun. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm with you, sir. (laughs) The the whole, like, that phase was, like, all colorful, too. Mm -hmm. So Very colorful, very happy, very fun. Piece of peace. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. Um, Man. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think between Hope World, Piece of Peace, and Daydream, which is my favorite um daydream for me because yeah (laughs) i think peace of peace i do i mean i love all three songs i love how all three songs sound it's something about peace of peace and how it starts out and the rhythm of it love it i just realized it says peace of peace part one oh it must did he ever do a part part two two? like how airplane part (laughs) two i just thought about that huh i didn't realize it was part one on this at least what i'm looking at I didn't notice one. that either. If I'm, I'm looking in my notes now, so I'd have to look at the actual discography. But um, so you would pick piece of peace, though. I think of those three, I would pick piece of peace. I love how the song sounds because it's upbeat, but it's also kind of the cadence is kind of steady. I don't know how to say it, describe it. Um, and the words, the words just no, get piece me. Of, yeah, you know, he. It's basically just talking about how we all struggle in this world. We all have, you know disappointment sadness whatever we all have rough times sometimes 
And he wants to be a piece of peace to someone out there. He's like, if I could do anything, if I could just be a piece of peace to someone. Yeah, the one line, I wish to deliver courage. The standard of happiness is you and you walk the path. I wish to fill up faith like a piece of cake that is simple and filling piece of peace. Hello. I mean, can it get any better yep. than that? That's, love it. Um, And then, so Daydream is your favorite? Yeah, no, I That's love That's a great Daydream. one too. Daydream is good. That one also has kind of like a mm-hmm. steady kind of smooth cadence like da, da, da. i don't know what i'm saying um <laughs> i know what you're talking about <laughs> you know what i mean um i just feel like it's a different hope world is like really upbeat happy high yeah. you know whatever and this is more like i'm chill i'm kind of mellow it's still upbeat but it's more mellow and just talking about i feel like this is talking about when you're young man when you're young mm-hmm. you have all these desires you have all these dreams and you have the energy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I am no longer young, y'all, but I can remember. I, I can resonate and remember. With You're me. still young. I'm not in my 20s anymore, <laughs> so it's, it's a little different. But that's definitely nostalgic for me to look back. And um, I remember what that was like, you know, when you're in your 20s, it's like your whole life's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. It's like you can decide what your life is going to be. You're You're picking your goals and you're dreaming dreams and it's never too late to dream dreams guys never but i'm just saying it's a little bit different when you're in that naive space when you're young right and you're coming out of college you're coming out of high school there's a lot about life you don't know and you've got those rose colored glasses on it's just a beautiful time of life and um yeah it's, it's that's to me what that what that says to me what that whole song was to me and it's really cool um baseline uh didn't you say that you uh, or was it hong sang that you said you listen to it again and was like hello this song is really good <laughs> um i don't think it was this i always love oh did you well i always wait no maybe it was baseline because i always love hunt's hunt song okay i always love that one um baseline so maybe it was baseline is also a short song i wish it was longer that's the common theme they're making themselves yeah. so short it's like really i don't want short. a two minute song i need five minutes <laughs> but it's and what I like about it is that it uses, again, the wordplay, it uses baseline in so many different yeah. ways. Baseline is in the baseline of the song, and the bass is very heavy and driving, which I love. Um, and then baseline for everything. And he's kind of just talking about the baseline of everything in his life. But his baseline is mainly um, all the hard work and sacrifice that he did, you know, to get to where he is with Bangtan and um, that he's just going to keep going that's his bottom line his baseline so he just talks about his baseline from like every different angle so cool hong sang i mean it's him and bts we yep. have team we oh, have team. my doll right i mean it's just such a fun song it's just talking about him the success he's had with bts that that's his team they're going to be together forever um Supreme Boy is on this? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like people be like this and Supreme Boy, but I like I, his verses. I don't know. Like, did something happen that makes people feel that oh, way? I have maybe. no clue. Because I feel like that's usually why people yeah, start that's being, true. hating on someone like that. It's because something happened. They feel like it was done wrong. And so I don't I don't have any clue about Supreme Boy's I don't know, but I feel like anytime he shows up in BTS's songs, I, I love I like it. it. <laughs> I love it. I love his him showing up here in his verse. Every day I'm so turned up with my dog. <laughs> I also love again, there's some very uh literal ad libs in here, like coughing and oh, sniffing. Yeah. It's just so good. I just I love it so much. Such a great song. 
Um, I already mentioned airplane and we already talked about blue side. So yeah. This this is a great project. But that jack in the box. We won't Something get into else. that because we yeah. already discussed it. It's but it it's just for it's me, so that's different, but just so because I think he just shows a side of himself that he's never shown before. Yeah. We've always looked at him as Hobie, happy, sunshine, joy, positivity. And kind of in Jack in the Box, he shows us a darker side of himself or just another side of himself. Because no, like you said before, nobody's happy 100% of the time. Yeah. None of us are. So for him to kind of shed that persona for a while to be like, hey, guys, you know, I have some negative thoughts sometimes. I have things I'm worried about. Yeah, I have uh, things that I think on and ponder, and this is what those things are, and they're not necessarily all hearts and flowers. And it's it was just the fact that it was – so well put together as a story you know it, like it definitely tells a story from top to bottom it tells a very direct story and it's good and even though he's showing um the negative side it ends on a positive note which mm-hmm. again is it true does. to his personality it's just good on so many levels so guys go listen to that episode yes. we've already in depth um gone through that but yeah j-hope otherwise known as j our sunshine um yeah i feel like especially after this last release he is a true like people see him like he's a true artist like they will respect him they will put respect on his name yes and i don't think anyone can not take him seriously especially after that Lollapalooza performance it's just like that solidified the fact that he's a true standalone performer and artist, a true artist. Yes. yes. That that's... outside of BTS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I said that in another episode, I was like, I feel like it, I, it makes sense to me after everything we've the past several years of going deep down on stuff. Of course, at this level, they could all be successful as solo artists, as solo artists. Yes. but there's just something mm-hmm. about Jung Ho Sung. Like he is a true superstar i feel like he just yeah i think he has it i just think he has it mm-hmm. and it's just crazy because the doubters in the beginning wanted to be coming for him yeah and look at him now yeah look at him now i mean the sky's the limit for him to me he can do whatever he wants to do so i'm definitely looking forward to seeing where he goes um as the years go by like what's he gonna do mm-hmm. me too because yeah i don't know like i just yeah, I feel like he's meant to be on the stage. On the stage. Like, <laughs> he is so good. I mean, it's tough with dancing, right? Your body. Yeah. You know, can't always keep up. Um, But, I mean, he didn't do, in the beginning of that he wasn't dancing. He still was commanding the stage. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, okay, well, I guess we can segue into our last section of just you know our favorite things about homie favorite moments favorite performances favorite hair colors favorite little quirks that we've seen the sky's the limit whatever you want to talk about <laughs> okay what i love i'll say what i love about hobie is that no matter what interview they're doing it could be with the president of the united states of america he is going to crack up like laughing mm-hmm. at one point <laughs> that's mm-hmm. something yeah. Or like get up and do a dance. Yep. Because didn't he do at the White House press conference? They stepped he probably, out. He, he did like a little did. like dancing or something. Like he cannot not ever. dance. That's his thing. 
So that's always my favorite thing. It's just like you never know what's going to pop up, but it's going to happen at some point where he's going to do a little dance move. You're going to hear him laughing. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, I would, I would say that too. Yeah. Um, he has this little head tilt that he does sometimes that whenever he does that, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's very endearing to me. It's like when he's about to, when he's thinking about something or about to attempt something or whatever, then usually he'll do this little like, Ugh, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I just think it's funny how, um, even though, oh, he gets scared very easily. He startles mm-hmm. very easily. Um, which is so funny cause he had a Jack in the box <laughs> right. <laughs> when he was doing it. I was like, right. that's not the thing to have you get startled easily. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm nervous. <laughs> he was doing, turning it. Right. One of his little like merch things. Yeah. He startles <laughs> easily and he's not a very adventurous person. But he'll always try it. Mm-hmm. So whenever them as a group have done different things, I I feel like he's always done it. There's been some times where Sugar has gotten his way out of doing some yes. things. Um, but I feel like he's always, that's something I feel like that's part of his personality. He's game to do things. So he's kind of like a team player. He's He kind of goes with the flow. He's definitely a team player. So he's like, ah, you know, I may not, I don't want to do this. I'm not looking forward to this or whatever, but I'll... I'll do it. I'll do it for the team. Um, one that pops into mind is when they were at Six Flags or something like that. I think they were in the U.S. Like run BTS? Yeah, I don't think it was. Was it run? Maybe it was run. I don't know. It was some type of roller coaster situation. And he was terrified. And they literally put a, an emoji oh, on his right. face. Because <laughs> his can't see this. face. It's like you can't see his face now, guys. Oh, that was hilarious. And his whole, like leading up to it, his whole face was just like, why am I doing this? Like, why? Um, well, that's one thing y'all won't ever get me to do again. I will not get nobody's roller coaster. Mm-mm. You cannot convince me. Be like, it's okay. It's fine. We f- no. The last few times we forced you, that was that was the never again. Though. But hope he's a team player. He'll do it. He'll still. do it. Terrified. He'll be yep on the inside. He's kicking and screaming, but he'll do it. Um. So yeah, I guess hair colors. Um. I mean, my favorite hair color for him. I mean, my favorite hair color for all of them is dark. Right. Um. But for him, I felt like, I feel like that was such a big deal for the comeback for Dynamite. Cause I feel like in general, he wears bowl cuts a lot Mm -hmm. and it does fit his face well, but the bowl cut is also kind of makes you look younger than you necessarily are. Um, It's not always my favorite cut because it also can come across as just, it's like a cut you get for them as a kid, right? Mm So, um, within Asian cultures. So I just feel like, ah, don't always love seeing older grown men idols with, with bowl cuts. A lot of times they do style it and it looks so different, but when he has his hair longer and styled off his forehead, that just makes such a big difference. But I honestly think my favorite cut on him color, I would say of all the colors he's done of all the cuts was last year. For Festa, he had his hair was blonde and it was very close cut. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's the, the best one. I love that. Yep. The platinum blonde. Mm-hmm. And it was very short. Very short. And it still was comb- combed forward, like covering his forehead most for the most part. But it was just very short and close like, to his head. 
um how was that sawuzu the master sawuzu yeah that's yeah. what i said mm. oh i said did i say festa? you said that festa, festa, yeah. but you that's that I mean, was that, that time concert frame. Yeah. yeah that concert um so yeah i think outside of longer styled off his forehead dark that was his best hair color i feel like hair color and style um but how his hair is right now i'm loving that too it's oh, yeah. still dark is it kind of like permed it it is permed and it's like longer. Yeah. See, like I can do do the bowl cut if it's styled. Yeah. When it's not styled, that's when it's giving more little kid. Yeah. But when they have it permed or if it's styled or it's off the forehead some, it looks good. Because I showed you my favorite picture of him most recently. And he had the yeah. bowl cut. It was down. Yeah. But it was more wispy because this was right before the concert. This was right before Lollapalooza. And then they recently did the Fact Awards, or like yesterday, and his hair is still, it's giving mullet vibes a little bit. It's a little, it's a little bit longer in the back. But the way it was styled was really, I liked it. It's nice. Yeah, right now, Valentine's all with the long hair. Mm-hmm. Only one is V. His hair is shorter. It's still I mean, not like. it's still like on the longer side. I'm thinking like how he had it really long before. If right. he had like that, then they really would all be like long, long hair. Right. But his, he had, because he had got his hair cut. Him and Jimin both had their hair Isn't cut. Isn't his, his is usual like fluffy full look? Um, Not as fluffy. It's right not now. as fluffy. That's what But I, I feel like he wears his hair. He hardly wears his hair like he used to more so back in the day where it was just like a straight no 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 cut. he doesn't do that anymore Mm-mm. he he usually gets it permed in some way so he has root body at the roots yeah and he might get it really fluffy or it might just be body at the roots and then off his forehead for the most part um i i my top of my like top performance of j-hope i mean whenever he's the center he's just i mean he's part of the dance line um, he's the main dancer for a reason he really stuck out to me in DNA at the very end. Mm, love that part, yes. Always. Um, I love Boy Meets Evil. I was going to say Boy that Meets Evil. That performance is great. And when he did that performance with Jimin yep. at that award show. That was really cool. Very great. Awesome. Um, I'm trying to, I had something else in my mind. I mean, obviously the Lollapalooza performance most recently. Oh. He was on a whole nother level. <laughs> that was that. crazy. He did not do dancing the whole time, but he still was just all over the place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he commanded the stage, even mm-hmm. when he wasn't doing choreographed dancing to songs. Oh, his latest collab with Crush. That was good. I liked his dancing yeah. in that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, did we have something else? I mean, I've already mentioned Loved Him in Chicken Noodle Soup. Oh, right. That one is good, too. <clears throat> um, Man, I had something else in my head, and it left my head. I just love how J-Hope's, like, always just laughing at everything that people do. Like, he's always just laughing. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to make him laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't do anything. He'll, like, bust out laughing. And just be on the ground. <laughs> yep. He also, because remember how, just be a, uh, mentioning Jimin again, but remember how I was thinking <laughs> about Jimin falling off chairs and stuff? Yes. I'm like, I hope he'd be on the ground too. He does. Not as much as Jimin. No. <laughs> he doesn't be literally falling off chairs in the way Jimin does. But no, like, Hobie is on the ground. He'd be on the ground. Because that's how he laughs. He laughs with his whole body. Yes. So yeah. I'm like, y'all be talking about Jimin, but like, Hobie be on the ground too. He like grabs you, like he want to take you down with him. <laughs> he's like laughing and stuff right but oh um butter 
him at the end of butter mm. and his also his little dance I break in say butter him leading the dance break <clears throat> yes of butter dance break was <laughs> 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 that weird yeah yeah that was a good one that's a great performance ah there was another music video in my head that i was thinking where was it I newer liked. or older i feel like it was older that i liked his part in it but i don't know my mind's blank right now yeah he definitely stuck out to me in dna shoot i'll come back to you yeah, after we finish after this the, after <laughs> after we've said our goodbyes right but yeah but no like you said i mean anytime he's center he's he's center I mean, he's a clear <laughs> dancer i love how they always like joke about being scared when they make mistakes like hobie seeing them right <laughs> he's a little taskmaster mm-hmm. <laughs> no hobie is or he always notices when they make a mistake like they might think oh yeah notice. nobody nobody saw this nobody he saw, saw this and later he's like i saw you made this <laughs> i saw you you thought i didn't see you but i saw you that's what's yeah. so funny about him is he's high energy like that's his persona in the group laughing you know positivity and stuff and but like he is low-key not low-key he is about his work like he's serious oh, definitely. yeah about his work and doing it good and well so like of course when it comes to dance he making sure y'all hit you see different behind the scenes stuff they be like he'll be like it'd be right. he'd be like get it you need to get it one two one two like right. come on like it's like all no the games. joking and laughing and all that goes out the window it's like get it together he's like stop playing around y'all need to practice this before we go okay right yeah he's serious he's like a true professional i feel like mm-hmm. not that they aren't all professional but i just feel like the way he carries himself is like he's gonna come and do his job so right. like he's gonna be energetic he's gonna give you laughs um do his little dance he home on the stage he's gonna perform mm-hmm. and like yeah um but at the same time it's like it's he seems real like a genuine like person like just chill down to earth right kind of person as we can tell like he seems to be like the ultimate best friend because he is there <laughs> to support you mm-hmm. no matter what they be talking about yeah hobie did this or brought me they're this. always mentioning like, things yeah he's done or did i feel like even on social media he's the one that will respond the most to the other members posting things and- he is like your biggest hype person mm-hmm. supportive send you gifts like yep. do sweet thoughtful things like he's very thoughtful he has very thoughtful gifts he like thinks yeah. i feel like that's what the key is he's yeah i remember thoughtful. that episode they do ever so often where they make them like write letters to each oh, other right, right. Or, or say what they appreciate about each other members but it was one where they had to give each other gifts and they were all basically giving each other basically gag gifts yeah. like silly stuff and Hobie's gift was Jimin had recently did a song and he put it on a CD, made a CD cover for it and was like, here you go. It's like yeah. the CD of your song. And like <laughs> someone had just given away them little picket. <laughs> like, yeah, of your soul, yeah. <laughs> like a picket of him to someone else. It was, it was so funny. But yeah, that was, yeah, he, I feel like he genuinely puts thought into his gifts and um, he is a thoughtful, he seems to be a very thoughtful friend and person. No, like I, not that I wouldn't, but I used to be like, oh, I want Jimin to be my best friend, like bestie, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you really want J-Hope to be your best friend because it seems like if you're, if you're in his circle, you're his friend, like. He's going to take care of you. He will take care he of you. Take He'll care be of show you. up, support you, mm-hmm. like 
be your number one fan. Like, yeah. he's like a ride or die. Like, he's there. Yeah. Like, to the max. Jimin is definitely a, a good friend, too. Yeah. He's very, I feel like, um, thoughtful when it comes to your immediate needs right mm-hmm. then and there. Mm-hmm. So however you're reacting or emoting in that moment, he's able to respond to that very well and be there for you in that moment. Yeah. And Hobie's just like, I'm going to be there for you on on Instagram <laughs> at your party yes. and your birthday for for long time when they ask us to do stuff. He's like, I'm not. He shows up 100% like all the time. Yeah. He yep. does not give anything less than 100%. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You have any more things you got to say about your guy, Hobie? No, just that he's my favorite. And I think he always will be. Yeah, I've definitely come to appreciate J-Hope. Like I said, I really feel like he, they're all the glue in their own way, but like, I just feel like he's just the all-arounder, the glue, the bridge. Like, I think it made sense when Aaron was like, dude. We need him. You got to come back. Yeah. Um, Like, it's critical. <laughs> Please come <laughs> back. What I got to do? <laughs> um, Yeah, I think that's, it's just evident in the way he carries himself and like his professionalism, <clears throat> his caringness for the members and just, yeah. J-Hope, you know, Hobie. Um, Hope right here. Yeah, Hope <laughs> on the street. <laughs> <laughs> He's done so many iconic things, it's hard to like name them all. But I'll always also be, I was, I'll never get over the fact that time when he was coming back from LA and he was like, you know what? I'm going to just put this jean jacket on <laughs> I'm and just I'm just not going to have a shirt on underneath. I'm just going to go, you know, it's no big deal. <laughs> I know they have cameras out I'm there. I'm going to button these two buttons in the middle. It's good. I'm covered. I was like, sir, like you say, he go over to the United States, be acting up. Mm, his underwear band was showing. I'm like, who are you? Because he'd be kind of conservative. He is more conservative. Compared yes. to like some of the other members. He doesn't even have his ears pierced. But the funny thing is. He's probably scared to get his ears pierced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like conservative, but not at the same time because he be cursing he's conservative in his own way (laughs) and he says that in his songs he said that in i think it was in hope world because again he's he's introducing himself kind of and he pretty much said i like to curse and use slang but not in my music at the time i mean which they still don't use a lot of you know language overall that's just a k-pop thing but um i thought that was interesting and i was like wow he's he said it then you say you don't play like your music this. but in real life you'll be cursing mm-hmm. so it's like but he said that he said i like to oh swear. he actually said he it said in it the, oh. that was a line in hope world i like to swear and use slang but not in my music oh i was i interpreted that wrong okay yep. wow okay honest love it yep. <laughs> that's why in jack in the box he's like i don't care anymore <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, Hope, Hobie, you really don't care anymore. Well, RM been not caring. Well, <laughs> we already know. If RM's in the U.S., he gonna, he gonna be flim flimmy. He gonna have one or two. <laughs> it's not it's not like constant or you know every other word it's nothing like that at all but it's so funny just like oh you're free over here because you know good well they'll be doing that in south korea <laughs> i yeah i was like i don't think i've ever heard him curse in like talking like that in a in regular con <clears throat> yeah yeah no no i don't think so Mm-mm. i mean each of them in their solo music obviously you know, does uh, more so obviously than bts but yeah well that's our episode on j-hope my favorite your favorite (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah until next time 
all the finger hearts to you. We purple you.